What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Habitat of Hoops podcast. Your host here, Nolan Fortin, and episode two. We're here. We're back. And we're going to dive right into things with the playoffs and they're right around the corner. Um, exciting, exciting time for the NBA right now. Um, a lot of teams in contention, a lot of games that matter right now, a lot of games that have actual stakes on the line. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's an amazing time for the NBA right now. And it's, it's an exciting time for the NBA right now. And we're going to get right into things. Um, tonight, right off the bat on the day of recording this April fool's day, actually funny enough, we got the Mavericks and wizards playing Pacers, Celtics, Kings, Rockets, Suns, Grizzlies, Pistons, Thunder, and Raptors and the magic. Now, right off the bat, none of those seem like huge matchups to me. Um, but there is some matchups that kind of stand out. Um, another team that's playing tonight that has a huge, huge matchup with big implications is um, the Lakers versus the Pelicans. Obviously, as we know, the Lakers right now are um, they're not doing hot. They're not doing hot. Right now, they're currently standing at 11th in the Western Conference with 31 wins, 45 losses. Um as you guys might know, LeBron James is out right now with an injury. Um, he rolled his ankle, and it's not looking good for them. It's really not looking good. You know, uh, they're on a four-game losing streak right now. They're on a four-game losing streak. They're tied with the Spurs for tenth place, and they're playing the Pelicans tonight, which are guess what, ninth place. So huge, huge matchups. Pelicans are thirty-three and forty-three. They're twenty-nine games back. The Lakers are 31 games back, so two-game difference there. A win here, obviously, you guys see, it would be huge, huge, huge for the Lakers to have a chance of getting playoffs contention here. Um, as we go up the list in the Western Conference, we have the Clippers at eight. Um, Clippers are my personal favorite team. Obviously not doing too hot here. Um, Kawhi has been hurt forever now. Paul George just recently came back and has been playing pretty well, honestly, for, for not playing basketball for a while. He's been uh, having a great comeback season, and he's had a great comeback um, so far. Now, as we go up the list, we have the Timberwolves at number seven. They're 43 and 34. They're much, much, much higher ranked than the rest of these teams that I've just went over. They are, in fact, 19 and a half games behind the first seed Suns, um, where the Clippers are, like I said, 25 and a half. So they have a good substantial lead. I don't see them getting out of that seventh place anytime soon. The Nuggets at six are 46 and 31. They're 16 and a half behind. The Jazz at five, 46 and 31, 16 and a half games behind as well. So the Jazz and the Nuggets are tied there for fifth and sixth. Those are also huge. And that's what I'm saying, folks. These implications here for these last couple games in the season, just absolutely, absolutely huge. Let me check. How many more games do we have to go? How many more games do we have to go, folks? When are the playoffs start here? When's the official date? The last game in the regular season, according to me, according to my calculations, Friday, April 8th. So talk about being close, guys. We're exactly about a week away as of, from this recording. We're a week away from playoffs starting. So absolutely insane, guys. Absolutely insane. And just to let you guys know also, I'm going to be releasing a podcast every single day this week until playoffs start. So stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Habitat of Hoops podcast page and stay tuned to the Habitat of Hoops Instagram page as well. 
Um, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff over there. And playoffs are right around the corner. Super excited, super excited. Also, tune into the Habitat of Hoops TikTok page. Also going to be posting a lot of stuff over there. So go ahead and follow Habitat of Hoops on TikTok. And just stay tuned for the content that's going to be streaming out of our asses. That was uncalled for, but I said it. So I said it. That's what you're going to get on this podcast. So fuck it. Um, Jazz right here, 46 and 31. Like I said, they're doing okay between the Nuggets. We're at the Warriors. That's where we are. 48 and 29. They're 14 and a half games behind the first seed. And, I mean, the Warriors are the Warriors, right? Curry has been um, he's been out. Clay Thompson has been kind of carrying the load as much as he can. He's been obviously injured for a while now. So how rusty is Clay? He he has a little rust on him. I'm not gonna lie. He has a little rust on him. He's been playing great. I love Clay Thompson. He's an absolute legend. He's an absolute legendary player. I fucking love that man. A, he's a beast on the court. He's insane shooter. I mean, greatest shooter of all time behind Steph Curry, I would say. It's arguable, but I would I would I would say that. Um, but the Warriors just need Steph. They really need Steph Curry to have any chance here, especially with the teams that I'm going to be listing off next. The Mavericks actually tied 14 and a half games as well as the Warriors and also at 48 and 29. So they're tied for the third and fourth seed as well. Like I said, guys, all these seeds are so tied. You have the Jazz and Nuggets at the fifth and sixth. That's tied up. You have, um, where else? Goodness gracious. Mavericks and Warriors. Those are the two teams that I thought. Those are the only two teams. But I mean, that's the fifth and sixth seed and the fourth and third seed. Like, that's right. That's Those are the four middle seeds right there that are all at a tie, which is pretty insane, guys. Pretty, pretty insane. Um, next up, we have the Grizzlies, number two seed. They're 44, or 54 and 23, excuse me. Eight and a half games back from the number one seed, Suns. Eight and a half games back, they're not going to get that anytime soon. They are on a six-game winning streak, in fact, but just not enough for the nine-game winning streak of the Phoenix Suns, who this year have been on an absolute tear. The Phoenix Suns last year were pissed. Chris Paul was pissed. Devin Booker was pissed. They were so mad that they didn't win the finals. They said, screw that. We're not messing around this year. In their last 10 games, they were 9-1. and one. Obviously, a nine-game winning streak, that kind of proves that <laughs> so i'm an idiot for even saying that but 62 and 14 on the year an incredible incredible season an almost warriors-esque season for the phoenix suns this year chris paul deandre Ayton, devin booker mikhail bridges i mean i could go on and on their team is very deep their team is very good their team is full of talent and they are my favorites for winning the championship i'm not gonna say by far because there's another team over there in the east you guys might know of there's another team over there in the east that has a couple solid players on the squad um couple solid guys named kevin durant kyrie irving uh they have some decent decent guys over there but at the same time they're the eighth seed and how is that possible the season's just been wild injuries happen Kyrie happens. <laughs> the Kyrie situation is a whole nother podcast. That'd take up 40 minutes of the podcast right there. The I love Kyrie, man. He what, what a legend. What a fucking legend Kyrie is. And let's just start it right there at the Nets. 40 and 37 in the Eastern Conference. They're nine games back right now. And if you can believe this, there's three teams. Yes, three teams tied for that eighth seed. 
So talk about implications. Talk about needing to get wins down the stretch of the season to get into the playoffs and to have good playoff contention and good playoff standings here and home court advantage possibly. The Nets, the Hornets, and the Hawks, all 40 wins, 37 losses, nine games behind. Incredible, incredible, incredible. If I had to guess who would take the eighth seed, I would say the Nets, just based on the fact that they have Durant and Kyrie Irving playing right now. And that's and another thing, Trey Young, prayers up to him. I saw that he went down with an injury. I'm not sure what kind of injury. I'm not sure what he hurt, but I did see that he went back into the locker room um, with an injury. So prayers up to him. Hopefully he's good, but that's obviously not good for the Hawks at all in their hopes of playoff contention. Um, we move up to the seventh seed Cavaliers at 42 and 35. They have a nice little two-game lead above the rest of those uh, three teams right there. The Cavaliers are a nice, young, up-and-coming team. You know, LeBron left. They became nothing. <laughs> and then LeBron, a couple of years went by, a couple of years went by. LeBron doing his thing across the league, wherever he decides to go. And the Cavs are right back in it, man. They have some amazing pieces. They have some amazing young talent. And in a couple of years from now, the Cavs could be up there at like a 2-3 seed, 1 seed, for sure. The Cavs could be really, really good in a couple of years. This year, not much of the year, but the fact that they're at seven seed, possibly even a six seed, impressive. Now, the six seed, I don't think that the Cavs are going to make the six seed because the Raptors are right there at 44 and 32, four and a half games back. And the Raptors are just a much more talented team, I would say. Actually, maybe not more talented, but just well, well equipped, well um, situated, well established is the word I'm looking for. They're a very established team. They have a winning kind of system that they go by. Um, the Raptors are solid. The Raptors are solid. And we go into the fifth seed at the Bulls, one game ahead, or excuse me, a half game ahead, actually, at 45 and 32. DeRozan carrying that squad over there with Zach Levine. They, once again, they're another one of those teams. They're the fifth seed right now, but man, give it a year or two with those same guys in there in that locker room. One seed for sure. Easily a one seed, no doubt about it. Moving on to the fourth seed, the 76ers. They're at 46 and 30. Two and a half games back. And the East is is crazy, crazy close with these top four teams here. The fourth seed, 76ers, are only two and a half games back from the first seed at 46 and 30. Obviously, the 76ers have lots of drama this year, you know, regarding Ben Simmons, now James Harden. They've just been attracting a lot of drama, man. And the process is um, the process is still processing. The process is still processing. And do I think that they're ever going to finally make it and win the championship? Maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe. I don't. I. I mean, Embiid is Embiid is an MVP candidate player. Every year that he can stay healthy, Embiid is just an absolute monster, best center in the league. An absolute, absolute monster. And you add James Harden to that, and you're like, oh my goodness, Embiid and James Harden, insane duo, insane. But it just takes that chemistry, man. It takes the chemistry, it takes time, and they might get it, but they might not. Only time will tell for that team. Only time will tell. As we move up to the third seed, Celtics, another team that only time will tell. Let me take a drink of water real quick here. Thanks for waiting. You should take a drink with me. Stay hydrated, folks. All right. The third seed Celtics at 47 and 30. 
They're two games back. Um, I don't know what to say about the Celtics except for Jason Tatum. And <laughs> they have the same kind of squad that they've always had. You know what I mean? Uh, they have young, good talent. Uh, a couple of good young players, promising players. Jalen Brown has been slowly and surely getting a little bit better, but hasn't fully reached that potential that people think and know that he has. Jason Tatum is the story of the Celtics, man, and he's carried them to a third seed this year. I'm not going to say him because they have a lot of good players, but him specifically uh, is the man who gets it done on the squad, you know. And the Celtics are two games back from the first seed right now, you know. All it would take, I mean, they're on a two-game losing streak as of now, so not exactly good trying to get into the play, trying to going into the playoffs. But man, they put a couple wins together, and they could be a first seed in the East. The Celtics, surprisingly enough, could be a first seed in the East with that team. And I know it's, it's crazy. Even more surprisingly, is the first seed, but well, not really. But we'll we'll get to that after this. The second seed Bucks, who are a half game back at forty-eight and twenty-eight. Now, the Bucs, obviously, we know the story of them. The defending champions of last year, they played the Suns, and they beat the Suns. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is just an absolute monster. He's an absolute monster. MVP candidate. Absolute tank. And it's easier said than done to stop someone like Giannis, man. You think, oh, he doesn't have much of a jumper. He hits it more than you think. He really does. And Giannis is, is a clutch player. I, Giannis really is a clutch player. Maybe he'll, we'll, we'll see this playoffs. We'll see how he plays this year, this playoff time. But he's always proven to me to be a clutch player when it time when it, when, it, when the time is needed, when the time is right. He comes in in the clutch and he performs. So the Bucks are the Bucks have a good chance in my opinion. And now we get to the last seed, or not the last seed, the first seed, I should say, the Heat, number one seed, forty nine and twenty eight, Jimmy Butler. Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero. I mean, it's a squad that's very deep. They've been playing with each other for a decent amount of time. I mean, minus Kyle Lowry. But they have a pretty good young squad that's been playing there for a while. Amazing coaching in Eric Spolstra. Amazing system. The Miami Heat have been winning since I've been watching basketball. Thanks to LeBron James a lot, but let's not take away from the front office and just the system that the Miami Heat have. And it it goes to show. It goes to show. It goes to show the Miami Heat are absolutely insane. And the first seed in the in the East, which is only barely, only barely half by a half game, in fact. But you know what? Barely is better than nothing. Barely is definitely better than nothing. So. It's just one of those things, man. It's just, it. I can't believe that they made the first seed with the squad that they did, but they did because injuries happen. Chemistry is more important than people give it credit for. And, you know, just having Durant and Kyrie on your team and Harden on your team when they had him, like, you know, you think that team just wins it all every time, every single day, but no, it doesn't. Injuries, injuries really stop that, and chemistry really stops that. There's a lot of things that play into basketball, and that's why I love it so much. And that's why I'm so excited because the playoffs are coming up, and the playoffs are going to be good. Now let's talk about the games tonight before we end this podcast off. We're going to wrap it up here, folks. Just do quick ones every day here. Uh, let's talk about the games that really, really matter that are tonight. 
And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. The first one I'll talk about quickly is Pelicans-Lakers. We already talked about that, but huge game. Absolutely huge. Lakers need a win. Lakers need a win. And I'm not sure. Not sure if LeBron is playing. Um, they up looks like one hour ago, right here. I'm getting it in, folks. LeBron and Anthony Davis statuses for um are have been upgraded for the critical game. So I'm not sure what that means, but they've been upgraded. Timberwolves Nugget, huge implications. Huge implications. Whoever those two teams right there gotta get wins against each other. Suns, Grizzlies, eh, not so much. Not so much. And that's really about it. So the games tonight, guys, I'd recommend tuning into. Tomorrow, there's some even better games going on. But hopefully, I'm going to get the podcast out in time so we can talk about those games tomorrow before today. You know, So we'll have the podcast coming out tomorrow. Look forward to the episode number three of the podcast coming out tomorrow, Saturday. And I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Until next time, guys. Thank you for listening.